Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. It's international time, everybody. My favourite, and my name is Marcus Speller, and Luke Moore's my favourite, too. I'm enjoying it. Jim Campbell's <laughs> another favourite. Oh, thank you. Hello. And Pete Donaldson's here. I enjoy your excitement. Hello, everybody. So dismissive, Donaldson. <laughs> Already, poor son to start off. I was on. saying I was enjoying his enthusiasm. You, it was, it was like an uncle. It was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm having a lovely Christmas. <laughs> to be fair, I did. I, I did. Friends are dead. <laughs> you can go home soon, Pete. How, how old is your uncle? <laughs> really old. Yeah, Pete's old uncle. I'm an uncle now. Oh my God. A spri- it's like, a oh no. youthful it's one. like word association. <laughs> <laughs> you can almost see the neurons firing. Gen- genuinely, when Marcus was talking about uh, international uh, break time, I was thinking about the mid-80s advert for Starfruit, and I was singing the song in my head, so that's why I got confused. Well, wow. give us a rendition then. Opal fruit? No. Starfruit, starfruit, extra large fruit pieces, starfruit. It was like it was a tin it was a tin can with a pull on it, and it would have an individual portion of uh, really bad fruit and sugared water. Is this our timeline or Pete timeline? <laughs> so Marcus, Will can we I go out as well? this? Can I go outside as well? Please. Starfruit. In fact, all of you just leave. I think I've got this. He had extra large fruity pieces. Didn't say fruit pieces, fruity pieces. So what I thought fruity. You, what I thought you'd done is confuse Starburst with open. Fruits. I would yeah. never do that. You wouldn't. It's true. To be that. fair to you, Pete, it's very unlikely. You I'm would a fruitella fall, man. You wouldn't fall down that trap. No. I remember the fruitella advert. What was that? To the melody of um, "I'm Too Sexy" by Right Said Fred. Remember that? Oh, I think yeah. that was I'm probably. I'm too juicy. Right. Yeah, I'm too juicy. To the, the, the Who melody. remembers the Chewitz monster? Yeah. Oh. Can I just say that Uncle Pete sounds inherently creepy? Yeah. Uncle Peter is the Especially when you know Bob uh, character, isn't he? Yeah. The guy with the big mm. afro. What about Uncle David Moyes? Yeah. Is yeah. he a vuncular? Not really. He no. was once upon a time. He's uh, it, the, the light's gone from behind his eyes. Really <laughs> in many ways. Go- I, think, I think it's been switched back on. Yeah, is it okay. not? The ghost of Uncle's past. <laughs> Yeah, um, Moyes described his uh, his own appointment at West Ham as a good gamble. Yeah, you would yeah. say that, wouldn't he? <laughs> it's a good gamble. It's, it's, still, it's still not entirely positive, is it? Yeah, he's still referring <laughs> still to... still an element of doubt in there. Yeah, he's still referring to himself as a gamble. So, <laughs> I think I'm worth a punt. Yeah. But based on, on Monday's show, where we talked about the possibility of him being hired and, and the fact that Slavin Birch had been relieved of his duties. Yes. We did see a little bit of, of a little bit of a sort of a backlash, not against us, but against the negativity surrounding uh, We Davy Moyes in yeah. general. That will always happen, though, isn't but it? Everyone's we, contrary. Well, are, but are we being a touch unfair on the Scotsman and I'm just asking that just putting it out there I know okay fine <laughs> well, his last two jobs has dictated that he couldn't motivate a squad etc so I think he might have a good, good couple of games and then it might all fall away Jim as a man who described him as a manager who takes teams of the living to the land of the dead <laughs> well you mean the biggest culprit yeah are you going to in his ferry boat row back a bit from that well, I, to, to, be, to be fair to him that Sunderland team would have floated there anyway at yeah. some point um, they wouldn't would have think. won. They wouldn't have won the national league. No, Jim, no they floated. Floated indicates a direction. drifted. They'd have drifted yeah. and probably <laughs> no. They would sort have... of bunched into one mass, like that <laughs> massive, like plastic island in the sea, yeah. Yeah. and just sunk. ended up in the, like, a fat, sunk, like, like a fat berg floating through the nation's Quite. sewers. Sunderland, they would have Sunderland. sunk on their way to the dead, and then they would have been washed up on the shore. Sunderland's motto uh, is. Um, 
the flotsam and jetsam of the football world. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, um, but do you think we're being a bit negative? Uh, I think possibly we are because um, this West Ham squad is a lot, lot better than that Sunderland squad. Moyes did have a really, really tough job there. And if you, if you look at some of the players there, they, they, they should be doing a lot better. I mean, the first, first thing, you know, it, Moyes has been saying, you know, basically if you don't run, like, you're out, which is fair enough, isn't mm. it? So, the not running thing is like a tennis player refusing to use a racket. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. just absolutely absurd. You're making it hard for yourself for no yeah, reason. Yeah, they might have the bare 11 for the next game, though. You what, sorry? If, 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 if they're not going to run, uh, if they're not going to play if they don't run, he might just have the Bear 11 for the next Well, game. quite, David absolutely. Moyes is bringing a whole squad of bears in. So, yeah, he's going to play a Bear 11. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. Yeah. That would be the West Ham way, wouldn't it? A lot Skins. of aggression in that. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I, you know, I think, you know, there are players like Winston Reid, who's, who's better than we've seen there. Aaron Cresswell's a good player. They've got experience from players like Zabaleta and Arnautovic. You've got a little bit of spark with Lanzini and Chicharito, you can expect more from. Yeah. I, I, you know, when you I list think it's those players, possible that he could turn this around. When you list those players, you think, yeah, that, he is right when he was saying that he's got a, a better squad at his disposal. But if you think of the last few jobs, the Man United job was just too big for him. He had to try and follow Sir Alex Ferguson. Didn't do it very well, of course, but then we know what happened there. And now with Mourinho, they look like they're uh, going to challenge for the league or at least uh, have a good go at it. Real Sociedad didn't quite work out. It was a bit of a tricky one, but it was enjoyable to see him on the continent, of mm, course. Getting his and crisps. Sunderland was Sunderland. Yeah. So is he, is well, on, he a bit unwarranted sometimes? On the players right? as well. Um, you can't really not mention Andy Carroll. Now, we know all about Andy Carroll and, and what he brings, but one of their best performances of the season was their win against Huddersfield, and Andy Carroll was good in that mm. game. So it may well be that if they... I personally think the Billets was just tactically inept and no idea what he was doing. Mm. That's, that would be my assessment of it. But David Moyes has probably got a wee bit more experience. As, as you know, He's got so many games yeah. under his belt that he probably won't be shy in just turning West Ham back into a team who know what they're good at. Yeah. And that might, that might mean they can escape mm. what looks pretty, pretty likely at the moment, which is relegation. So I think we probably were a little bit harsh. But on the other hand, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, Moyes <laughs> said, he, I think I want to be more aggressive now. Okay, so that is worrying, really, because he wasn't really an unaggressive a lot, bloke. There'll be no. a lot of slaps, <laughs> wow. an awful lot of slaps. He said he's going back to being David Moyes at Preston when players were probably crying at the work. It's a visceral image, isn't it? Indeed, yeah. the West Ham squad crying on the pitch. I want to be more aggressive and. When I was like that before my players were crying, it's like... Ooh, it's a way to shed a few pounds, though, isn't it? Well, that's Lose true. weight through tears. I mean, there, there is a new regime in town, there's no doubt about that. David Gold tweeted a message asking all West Ham fans to get behind Moyes and the team uh, to help push them up the table to safety and ended by saying, together, I believe we can achieve our dreams, DG. And I thought, <laughs> what kind of dreams are 17th? No. Yeah. But, but then I suppose at the moment... <laughs> but there are plenty of teams who would dream of coming 17th in the Premier League. Yeah, there are, but West Ham shouldn't be one of them. No, but I think there's every chance that he'll, he'll get them out of this. Um, he, he was asked about the Vicky Sparks controversy, and uh, obviously Karen Brady um, wrote a column criticising him about that around mm. the time, and he, he was asked about that, and um, Moy said, I've had two or three conversations with Karen, they've been very good, I've actually quite enjoyed listening to her, so hopefully we can have a good relationship. Wow. wow. So lesson learned. Yeah. Just... <laughs> But the best ever the for that reconstructed man. <laughs> the best ever for that was Mike Newell. Do you remember Mike Newell when he got busted for that? Have I talked about this that? on the show? Yeah, what was it he said again? So he was, he was. <laughs> I think, I, I think I'm right in saying I don't want to get him in any trouble. I'll get myself in any trouble. More importantly, he 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 was in trouble for moaning about a female official, mm. and then he was asked to um, to come out and apologise for it. Mm. And his apology ended up being something along the lines of. Um, it was just bad. No, no, it was worse than that. It was like it was worse than that. It was like, oh, you know, well, you know, and he got himself in a bit of a tizz about it. It, well, it might sound sexist, but you know, I am sexist. <laughs> no, no, that's the opposite of what you're supposed to be yeah. saying. It's nice to have a bit of truth, though. Well, well I, no, it's, and the it's truth just, will set you free. It's Peter. just older men going, oh, yeah, it's because I'm uh, a product of my time. Mm. Don't do that anymore. Mm. Then. Yeah, stop doing. Here's here's um, here's the direct quote. So I'm not going to get us in trouble for libel. Yep. Um, she shouldn't be here. I know that sounds sexist, but I am sexist. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, what a Champions League hat trick though can't argue with that you can't <laughs> throw that away from him can you Peter don't take that away, no. from, him. Take that away from him right but, but going back to West Ham um, they, they, I guess what you can say is they've done it early enough to be able to make a difference yep. they've got a transfer window coming up in January mm-hmm. which they've already implied that he might better spend um, we know they've got a great track record in bringing strikers into the club so <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be exciting <laughs> uh, but Isn't that, it's not that bad what 33 strikers they bought in yeah one or two of them have been right well 
I mean, even if that's true, which I'm not sure it is, anyway, that's still a very low hit rate, yeah. isn't it? And we've all seen what Simone Zars I can do these days. Absolutely but right. But West Ham are now 9-4 to four with Bet365 to be relegated, and so £10 will return £32.50, including stake, should they drop through that trapdoor. Indeed. Ooh. Right. Well, let's get to international football, then. The real stuff. Yeah, and Andy Carroll... How excited are you? Before you get into it, how excited are you, Marcus? I have to be honest. Bef- but can we have a before uh, you saw the squad, and then after you saw the squad, please, yeah, reading? It, they are different. Different uh, emotions. <laughs> there are there's, some, no, there's some good playoff games. Th- there are some good playoff games. Yeah, because yeah, it's international football. It's not. It's not England international football break. Remember it is that, for you, Marcus. Yeah. No, I said this specifically last time, Pete. So you can enjoy the whole plethora of international. Because Marcus is just yeah. watching DVDs of England games anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> which is why international break is not a break for me <laughs> I, I posted on the Facebook page today you, what are you looking forward to this weekend are you looking forward to a big England win yeah. and like the first 10 comments were like oh spellers on the Facebook <laughs> <laughs> you, you support England don't you you're that, you're that kid from school yeah I have to say I, I saw support my legs because they support me uh, oh. <laughs> I, I saw the England squad and I thought ooh we who are, are they? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of bears in here. Oh, it was, I saw the England squad and thought, I recognise at least half of them. It, honestly, it looks like the I sort of that, squad you might get like after Armageddon. Yeah. Do you know I mean, when there's barely anyone left. Well, there's been is. like a black death in Europe. Yeah. 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 When, when, when Stalin's son had to reconstruct the uh, hockey team. <laughs> the ice hockey team. I thought, he's playing the under-17. Yeah. I was only joking, Gareth. Yeah. Blimey, yeah. Um, w- w- England are a bit th- threadbare, aren't they? That is kind but there's, there's a situation here where... Um, Go on, Luke, pick me up. Well, no, I, I, clearly you're implying, uh, at least, about this, this, this situation where a number of players have pulled out injured. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, Harry Kane and Harry Winks are genuinely injured. Yeah. And there's a chance they won't play against Arsenal the following week, which, which at the first glance looks ridiculous. Oh, all of a sudden they've pulled out ahead of a big North London derby. But apparently, even according to Southgate, they might not be even fit for Arsenal. So, yeah. so those are. I haven't seen the situation with... Um, I don't know the situation with Ali. I don't know the situation with Delph, Sterling or Henderson. But do you think that they actually are injured, all those players? Well, Southgate came out and said that, no, they are injured. And he said, look, this is not a club versus country thing and actually put that to bed. Yeah, right, OK. And Southgate Gareth said he's doesn't seen the scan right. on, on Harry Kane. No, he, he's particular. seen a scan. He's seen a scan. <laughs> 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 Whose scan it was, we don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, uh, back it's in one the day, of Gary Mabbott's old scans. Back in the day... So, yeah. <laughs> it says you have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, people thought they'd seen Diego Maradona's urine. In it. Yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. Quite. Indeed, there's something there's entirely to, different. There's nothing to suggest any frauds going on. Let's, <laughs> let's make that clear. Let's make that very it's, clear. It's such a shame, though, the players that have pulled out. It because, is. You know, the, the, the form players that you actually want to see take on Germany and Brazil are Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, and Deli Ali in particular. And Harry Winks. Harry Winks is the most exciting new inclusion. Yeah. And the, the other sort of quite curious one would be Fabian Delph. So, you know, like, apart from Jordan Henderson missing, they're all sort of people that you'd, you'd particularly be excited to and, see. And I also think in addition no to offense that, to him well you can't give him some offense if you want well, it's up to him really isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's up to him he takes it um, I also think in addition to that Jim that you know we can we can play Germany we can play Brazilian friendlies and what the inevitable comeback will be whatever the result whether we win 3-0 or get whooped 3-0 it'll be Germany and Brazil do it when it counts they don't take yeah. they don't take it seriously unless it's a competition unless mm. it's a big competitive game now I understand that my response to that would be um well, let's batter them then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go out. I would like to see the best England team we can put out in this sort of at the stage of the cycle we're in ahead of the World Cup. We've already qualified easily. Play the best team we can. Let's see what our idea Southgate's got. What he's going to do. Give him a little bit of a hint as to what he's going to do next summer, and give him a battering. Absolutely. If Germany aren't going to take it seriously, and half their players aren't going to play. Um, let's beat them 4 0. Yeah, and what better motivation should there be for an England international yeah. playing Germany or Brazil at Wembley? They should go out there with no fear, just have fun, enjoy it, and sort of like, just, you know, pinch yourself. Do you yeah. know what I mean? When you were kicking the ball around your back garden when you were seven, you know, you'd dream of that sort of thing. And, and these days, Jim, as well, it's important for the England players themselves because uh, compared to years gone past, it's hard to probably name more than three or four definites in that England first eleven. Mm. You know, so every, it's up for grabs. I'd, you know? lo- I'd love Southgate pre-match to go. We're going to go out there and batter them. Why not? <laughs> yeah. no, but it would be brilliant. It would be such a change of gear. What would happen is they'd go out there to batter him. They'd lose two one and get about six hamstring injuries. <laughs> yeah. That's what would happen. Or Southgate mess it up doing during the minute silence. So like, <laughs> Gareth, we lose <laughs> yeah. on penalties. Um, the, the only sort of team news we have at the moment um, at the time of recording, of course, is that Jack Butland may start. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's a must. I think they need to yeah. settle on a keeper now. 
Definitely. I, well, I think we've been talking about that for a while with old uh, Jackie B. Mm. And then uh, a, a possible start, according to some sources, for Ruben Loftus-Cheek, which would be quite amazing for yeah, him, I really. think I think that's from, from the, the lion's boss's mouth um, itself, itself, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that, that is an interesting one. Especially, I mean, he was drafted in, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. through injury. So I guess he's, he's got a particular style in mind, and I suppose he's playing where Henderson would have played. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think he wants two box-to-box midfielders or, or, or two midfielders in the centre of the pitch who have got fitness who can run around and chase uh, the ball which is inevitably (laughs) (laughs) chase the Germans (laughs) and the Brazilians Uh, of of course this clearly is um, set up for for Southgate to to play a 3-4-3 or a 3-5-2 when you look at the squad with with the three keepers ten defenders six midfielders and three strikers now I know uh, some of the strikers, for example, uh, Rashford could play on the wing. So again, there's a little mm. bit of jiggery pokery. But so, ten defenders so, is. A... So play a ten six three then. I think. Well, right, I think yeah. it could be an eight one one. You know. <laughs> I think Loftus Cheek start. From what I've seen, there'll be people out there who've seen a lot more of him than I have. But from what I've seen, started the season very well. But obviously, mm. they, they kept getting beaten. Yeah, players. that's right. Um, but he was probably their, probably one of their standout players. Um, and he's only 21, isn't he? So yeah. it's, it's a chance for him to sort of stake a claim. Mm. And you know, why not? I mean, it's got to, it's got to, we have to foster an a, 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 a environment here where if he's going to play in the same position as, as another midfield player in that squad who's pulled out, or another another midfield player who, who, who would regularly play there, and he's been given the chance, and he takes that chance, he has to know that if he takes that chance, he's going to be considered. Well, absolutely. That's how the, that's the, how the dynamic should absolutely mm. work. Well, of course. That's, that's what, what Southgate has been saying as, as well the whole time. And actually, you know, including Ashley Young, sort of is him sticking to his guns on that. Players that are playing and are in form are going to get in the squad. And he said the same thing about Wilshire. I don't know how yeah. you get in the England squad without being in the Arsenal quite, team. Yeah. So, that's, so fair enough, yeah. I mean, well, if he's going to do that... For... Unless you don't play for Arsenal, we should clarify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite, yeah. <laughs> Sturridge, Oxford, Chamberlain, Smalling and, and Defoe are the ones who have, have also, uh, most notably, not made the squad. And, and you think to yourself, well, Sturridge will feel pretty gutted. I mean, the, the three registered forwards are Tammy Abraham, who won the season so far has maybe merited that uh, Marcus Rashford of course and, and Jamie Vardy yeah. and if you th- Sturridge you think well come on but Southgate has been clear now he's sticking to that at the moment let's see when the summer comes around <laughs> if yeah. he does that that will be very interesting but Southgate has managed England uh, under 21s I think it was you know um, uh, and certainly been involved in the, in the national team set up for longer so his priorities are slightly different I think uh, w- with regards to um, uh, being an England manager he's not just come straight from club football into the international setup so he is sticking to that but Ashley Young is, a, is um, an interesting one you know it's four years I think mm. since he he'd be the oldest player in the squad wouldn't he yeah but yeah. as Ashley Young fairly said him see he's 32 oldest member of the squad and Ashley Young fairly pointed out he said well all the recent Manchester United managers have seen something in me because they have picked him and he is quite a functional player yeah. he also said in that same conversation that he'd, uh, he'd played under three different managers of Man United <laughs> that's right forgetting one of them which perhaps we can assume that's Davy Moyes okay, I don't right. know <laughs> did he also say Anna Pigeon wants shit in my mouth yeah Oh yeah, I remember Probably that. Did, leave that did, out. did Ashley Young play number ten for England in Euro twenty twelve? He was certainly involved That's in Euro twenty twelve. But he was a good, he was a good player back then. Yeah, I think, yeah. You, I think you might be still right. depressing. Though. But it was one of those, you know, like in two thousand two, <laughs> everyone was like, you know, really excited about Kieran Dyer playing on the left. It's one of those. He was a good player, but uh, yeah, ahead of twenty ten, we were lost our minds because we wanted Gareth Barry back so bad. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah. I tell you what, that's Gareth... a missing part of the puzzle. Yeah, we focus on the players that are available. Go, well, if we had him, Gareth. <laughs> I love Gareth Barry. He's a great servant. You'll not find a better Premier League servant than Gareth Barry. But he's always going to be Gareth Barry. Yeah, but now we've got Jack Cork. We have. <laughs> Which some will say very much deserved. Certainly Burnley fans. He's had yeah. a good season. But 28 getting the first call. Up. Opening, great for him. His opening doesn't bottle it. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Yeah. I, I'm giving you that. You Thanks, and if he gets a, a chance to shoot, he should have a pop. Who... who <laughs> <laughs> who are the, some of the German players that we're going to be coming up against, Mark? Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. We can talk about some of these players, and I think Ashley Young, you know, yeah, Man United manager, seen a bit of him. And do you know what I'm going to do? Give what me you... a list of the German names, and okay. I'll give you a reason why England shouldn't be scared of them. Yeah, well, these, these are a handful of uh, names from the Germany squad to put England squad in perspective. Uh, Ike Gundogan can't get in the City team. <laughs> Carry on, next. Under Southgate, wouldn't be in the side. Emery Chan plays in front of the back four for a Liverpool side that have already conceded 17 goals this season. Tony Cruz uh, was recently in a team beaten by Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> also ill. 
I yeah, think. Yeah. Oh, is he? Apparently so. Oh, yeah, he's not got the stomach for it, Jim. No, exactly. Um, Sammy Kadira plays for a team that struggled to beat Benevento, the worst team in Serie A history last week. But they did beat him. Struggled. And he's won the World Cup. Next. <laughs> Meza <laughs> Ozil. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, Mario. Uh, World Cup uh, finalist, goal scorer, Mario Goetze. Bombed out of Bayern Munich and uh, <laughs> once got a stiffy in public. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look it up. You see yeah. it, Jim, you? Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to specifically look it up. Just <laughs> Google him. Yeah, I think Peter Beagri got one as well. There we go. The He's not the German squad, though, is no, he? No, no. Next <laughs> motorbike. Um, Manchester City starlet Leroy Sané. Okay, I genuinely can't think of a bad thing about him. <laughs> Mats Hummels uh, played in a two-nil defeat to Hoffenheim recently in September, okay. and uh, looked bad. Uh, Jerome Boateng couldn't even cut it at Man City. <laughs> <laughs> also injured yeah. All right, I don't have to worry about him uh, and Joshua Kimmich also played in that 2-0 defeat to Hoffenheim so yeah. what are you worried about in the bag yeah. yeah I'm not doing it with the Brazil team no please don't <laughs> <laughs> that would just be disrespectful to yourself if anybody and else. on that note by the way yeah. um England are twenty to one with Bet three six five to win the World Cup next summer, and yes, I am including that. The ten pound will return two hundred and ten pound, including the stake. Do not listen to Jurgen Klopp, who said uh, we should keep it, take it easy or something, mm. didn't he? Double well, agent. No, he told the English press to stay cool. Right. Well, England are twenty to one with Bet three six five to win the, the World Cup. Yeah. How about that? Up yours, Klopp. Fever. Yeah. There we are. You see, no matter what happens in the two friendly matches, we should keep our cool. And we remember this because uh, when England beat Germany 3-2 in Germany, when Eric Dyer nodded the winner last minute before uh, an, an international tournament, as Luke said, this is the last thing we need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if we do, if England put in a good performance against Germany and then Brazil, or even just one of them, with a squad that is quite depleted, we'll think to ourselves, imagine what we'll be like Mate, when all the Harrys honest, are back. <laughs> well, even, even if we don't know, I think it's too late for me. I know that's going to happen. I can and, feel and that the it's going to happen. You, and the thing is, you, if, if, if it happens... And we win one of those games. Yeah. Even like there's not going to be any sort of debris from like Southgate or the player. Well, there probably will, but it will just be them sticking their chests out for like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we go, lads. <laughs> yeah. Blood yeah. and thunder. Yeah. We're coming back for the game we invented. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you about 11 reasons why that won't happen against Brazil. Alexandro, Marcelo, Dani Alves, Thiago Silva, Casemiro, Fernandinho, Coutinho, Willian, Douglas Costa, Gabriel Jesus, and Neymar. Yeah. I think like. Never it, heard of anything. If, if Brazil win the World Cup. Yeah. Like, uh, David Bowie will come back to life and impeach Donald Trump and everything will go back to normal. <laughs> All of the weirdness of the last few years will just be over and, and everything will and be... The Spice Girls will be number one. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony Blair will be back in Charles, Jim. Um, we have very well. different ideas of yeah. normal. <laughs> 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 well, just, Pete used to have a... To- I'm sorry, Pete, sorry, Jim used to have a Tony Blair-themed email address. I did, which was also spelt wrong because the correct one was, uh, was taken. There we go. You That's an inside the Jim's world, Marcus. Mm. Yeah, Jimbo. Well, the last time Brazil won the World Cup was 2002. Yeah. When those things were sort of happening, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about sort of more kind of cosmic normality. Oh, what you wanted to happen sort of rather than reversing yeah, to yeah, what yeah. we've done. Oh, okay, Marcus, yeah, not everything enough. means going back to the nineties, mate. It was t- well, 2002. Yeah, but you were still living the nineties. It then. was yeah. 2002. <laughs> Pete, when was the last Spice Girls number one? Uh, what would it have been? Stop right now. Do you want me to, look, you want me to look it up for you? <laughs> Go on, then. Do you all have a guess, and then I'll give you. Do, all I the was answer. in a club. Stop. The, was it 2001? I was in a club. I was in a club that played Spice Up Your Life over Halloween, and my God. That is a banger. Where, okay. where was this club? Is this in Japan or in? Right, so you want? No, I reckon. I reckon. I reckon their last number one was about two thousand three. Their last number one. Um, you want the year, or do you want to know what it was? Both. Okay. Yeah, both. Did they not release a reformation? They did, but it didn't, make, it didn't make number one. Didn't make number one. Didn't make number one right. So last number one. Tell me the year. We'll go year. I'm gonna go two thousand. Peter, I'm gonna go with the song "Good." <laughs> something with the word "goodbye" in it. Well, uh, come I, on. I just want the year. Two thousand and. No, I've said 2003. All right, well, I'm going in with your basket full of eggs. I'll go 2002 then. Yeah. Jim Campbell, 2000. Yeah. Ah. It's a song called Holler uh, slash Let Love Lead the Way. Looks like it was a double A-side, guys. So Mm, Nice. Back in the day, eh? Bang for your buck. And, of course, a year later, England beat Germany 5-1. A good omen all round. Peter, (laughs) let's have some correspondence. All right, mate, I've got to get the big old laptop out. You've got to give me a bit more. Do you want to do some Facebooks? Do some Facebooks, yeah. All right, OK. Why have you not got that open ready? Because it will kill the battery. This is a performance laptop. I've got to play Battlefield on this later. It's got thermal paste in it. You can't be mucking about with keep leaving it, it on. It is mate. one of those yeah. proper sort of perverts gamers laptops if yeah. you worry. If it's, you're it's, got, it's got red light underneath the button. <laughs> buttons. It's really satanic looking. Pete, mm. if I do Facebook now, I won't be able to do it looking ahead to the weekend, so can you just start? Yeah, seriously. I really can't start. All right. The, the, Andrew Moynihan. The, the, the computer that I thought was was going to like go into standby, it's gone and turned itself off, hasn't it? Andre Moynihan is here to save your bacon, Pete. Okie dokie. And he says, I'm looking forward to 
after the All-Whites trashing the pants off Peru. Ah. We've called in backup striker Rory Fallon from the 7th Division, which My. we're going to talk about in a bit, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we are, we are. Um, what else? Oh, do you want one from Oliver Memories Bailey? Of course yeah. we do. Oliver Memories. Friend of the, friend of the ramble par excellence. He says, I'm a bit nervous about contacting the Ramble these days. If you say something that gets up Pete's nose, he trawls through your entire internet history like a monkey hammer <laughs> NSA member. <laughs> is that fair? Uh, that is fair, but what I would say, I'm, I'm always fair, whereas Luke just abuses you for no reason. You're always fair. Hang on, yeah. you're doing a Mario Goetze right now, mate. Always fair. <laughs> the thought of trawling through someone's internet history. Andy Camella says, um, uh, there could be players from Dorchester Town, Salford City and West Ham at New Zealand, uh, for New Zealand at the World Cup. Imagine that. Yeah. I've got to get past Peru uh, first, yeah. mate. Yeah, we, we are going to talk, probably very briefly, about New Zealand in the second <laughs> half. Uh, but Peter, do we have the correspondence? Yes, we do have the correspondence. Thank you, Marcus, for finally giving thank me the opportunity. You, thank you, Luke. Luke thank you, Luke, Marcus. Genuinely, thanks for that. That's all right, thank mate, no worries. Marcus. I'll just find some time to find some more now. You got an email from, uh, well, um, uh, Cordy from Hillsborough, Oregon. Again. Oh, I go. simply forwarded the previous message to you so you knew what it was in response to. I didn't mean to criticise again or to be a prick. Um, is this something maybe you want to think about taking into your own personal time, <laughs> yeah, Pete? This no, beef? Or maybe no. just let lie. <laughs> uh, well, that, that will be the end of it. Uh, thank you, have Jack. You, have you accepted his apology? I've accepted <laughs> his apology. Uh, hello to Jack French. Uh, hello, chaps. It's starting to really wind me up that my fellow Burnley fans are starting to compare Sean Dyche to God. He's done some fantastic work, but he's not Sean Dyche. <laughs> oh, nice. um, and apparently Tony Blair's um, former spin doctor speaking of the great man uh, he's a big Alist- Burnley fan yeah. Alistair Campbell's at St Mary's wearing a fuck Brexit wool knit uh, jumper brilliant so there we nice. go uh, hello to um, Scott hey guys I just want to point you in the direction of the V League here in Vietnam great name for a league in Vietnam mm. uh, two games to go for most teams and the top seven are separated by five points oh so the top seven, it's yeah, separated so by five points. So if uh, Than, uh, Than Quang Ning uh, beat Quang Nam this Friday, we'll have four teams on 42 with two games to go. That is, that is it. sensational and during, stuff. And during the upcoming final two rounds, we see four games where teams from the top seven go head-to-head. The refereeing alone should be an absolute joy to watch. Scott. Pretty, Are you Scott, going to get a stream, Pete, for that? <laughs> Scott, give us an update on what happens there, because that, that uh, sounds fantastic. Watch it yourself. No. <laughs> It'll be very early in the morning, won't it? Just as day is dawning. Yeah. He and picks you know. up all the postmen in his bag. Another email? Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> star fruit. Rob. <laughs> Rob says, uh, Hi guys, I thought I'd share with you a story um, about my meeting with the one and only Pele. Okay. Oh. A few years back, I attended a charity football dinner at a posh hotel in London where the guest of Honor Honor was uh, Pele. I was on a table quite far away from the top table and after a couple of beers, got egged on by work colleagues to try and get Pele to sign one of our progress to the event. I got as far as I could before one of his army of security guards, who instantly looked like Scott Parker, uh, watching out for Pele, stopped me in my tracks. He said, there's no chance for a signature, blah, blah, blah. He only does things for money nowadays, doesn't well, he, Pele? A like, couple getting... of points on that. I reckon it probably was Scott Parker. He's so de- he was so defensively yeah. good back then. <laughs> <Yeah. there. laughs> You're protecting the back Pele tonight. <laughs> the back Pele. Yeah. And secondly, I think Luke and I were at that. We were there, yeah. We were there. We didn't meet Pele either. Oh, come we... on, he goes to every footballing dinner, surely. Yeah, he was a bit away. It could be any of them. Not in London. He was risked away. Know? Cut forward and I saw him on Carnaby Street coming out of a... What, Pele? A Pele? You know? yeah, yeah, he was... No, you never. I did. He, was on Car... he wasn't strolling on Carnaby Street. I saw... Um, was the... he moonwalking? He lied. Stop lying. No, Stop being he was, he was, he was driving a car down the pedestrian <laughs> on Carnaby Street. He was doing some uh, Nike um, sort of not in-store, but he was like filming something. So was he it was flogging in... his hair? It was, was insane. Was was insane. Come on, Pele, do keep you up. I'm 75. Do keep you up. <laughs> Just let me turn my... Why aren't you impressed with me turning my hair into diamonds? I don't want to do keep you up anymore. Right, yes, so cut forward an hour or so during dinner I drop a part of the meal down my suit jacket quickly run to the gents to clean off the stain as best I can as I admit defeat from the beef and gravy stain on the jacket nature calls and I take my place at urinal as I do who should wander in with three security guys but Pele himself he goes straight to the trap next to me which bearing mind no one else is in there I thought was bad gents bogs etiquette but this is Pele so I'll let that slide mm. so I'm next to Pele having a piss don't want to miss this fantastic once in a lifetime opportunity to talk to one of the greatest footballers of all time but racking my brain for what to possibly say I eventually turned to him and said I would. <laughs> he says, all right, Pele. Is that what he says? He, said, uh, he's, he thankfully uh, says hello back and asks how I'm doing, to which I say, apart from spilling beef and gravy down my jacket top, I'm good. He turns and leaves. As I stood, stood behind, uh, as I turned, stood behind me is the Scott Parker guy from earlier. With a straight face, he says, well, I guess I was wrong. You can't get much closer than that. Fair play and follows Pele out. <laughs> 
There you go. Yeah, I'm well, starting, story, increasingly Rob. starting to think that is Scott Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like how he behaves. That's a great Fine story work. of an encounter with one of the mm. greatest footballers ever. It is weird when you meet someone and uh, someone like that of that sort of profile. You you just you feel like the need to ask an interesting question, and yeah. then you just you just blurt it out. It's like, do you remember in South Africa when I met Arsene Wenger? I just asked him if he was enjoying the World Cup, yeah. and he just went years. But that's like a normal thing to say, though. Yeah, we'll get I, an email from Diego Maradona after hearing this, going, "Oh yeah, well he's not the best player in the world because that's me." <laughs> <laughs> I was I was at one of those. Uh, I think it was the PF Awards or something, and Alan Shearer was stood next to me. You'd never say a lot to anyone you really respect because they'll just disappoint you, mm. and they don't want to hear from you. So you didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. I had a wee next to Brian May once. Okay. I had a wee next to Gary Pallister in Yarm. Marcus, you want to get? <laughs> do you want to get this? Um, get this back on track, mate. So, Commander yeah. Riker, set fetus yeah. to stun. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about some World Cup playoffs after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Beautiful young eggs. Eggs that need a mum to take care of them. Very nice. Mm. You look a bit mm. like Commander Riker from Star Trek, Marcus, actually. I now can't think, think about it. I'll show you later. He's, can't the, think bearded, he's, he's the bearded guy. He or she guy. looks like yeah. <laughs> He's the bearded, sexy guy. He's, oh, not, he's not Deanna Troy, I know that. No, right. that's true. That okay. Well, who is Peter? Who is? Mm. Um, World Cup playoffs are, are happening, of course, in the international break at the time of recording. Uh, we are before the, the Northern Ireland one, so we will probably talk about them uh, on the, the, the show at the start of the week when that's all done and dusted. Mm. Uh, but Ireland themselves travelled to Denmark for their first uh, leg playoff. <clears throat> excuse me, on the weekend. And the Irish haven't been to a World Cup since 2002, which was under Big Mick McCarthy. Um, Didn't rate him. No. <laughs> big Nose, Big Chip. What's his name? Big Nose, Miserable Sod. What do you yeah. call himself? Miserable, yeah. Remember. With shite football. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, something like that. But uh, but Martin O'Neill faces off against his former Man City, Norwich City teammate, Arga Harida, I think that's pronounced. And what I love about this was O'Neill uh, was even Harida's landlord when uh, the Norwegian was at Norwich. Nice. Wow. That is so Martin O'Neill, that. It is, <laughs> isn't it? Imagine okay. facing off, how are you doing? Hey? Oh, yeah. Well, how are your living arrangements? Yeah. Why well, have you got all these boards with bits of evidence stuck everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> he likes bits his of string. He likes his crack. It's a tough one for Ireland. I did. Yeah. Dan- Denmark have been decent. I mean, if you look at the Danish side, you know, Christian Eriksen is obviously the key man yeah. for them. But um, I suppose people tend to prefer the home leg in the second leg. Yeah, and also um, they've, they've, they've had they a good away record, haven't they? I don't think they were they beaten have. on their travels in, in qualifying. So no, I know they've been travelling well. Side, but they have been travelling well. They've only con- they only conceded six goals in total in the group. And, and it was a difficult group. Travelling light. They were travelling light. Mm. Um, I, I do fancy James McLean to get a, a goal away. Yeah, he Denmark, doesn't he? Denmark gave Poland an absolute battering. 4 0. But, but that was when Poland had already qualified. Is that right? I'm not sure if they had or not. But, it, but either way, it's still, it was still a great win because the, the Polish side looked pretty decent at the moment. Um, but it, as Martin O'Neill said himself, Denmark will be the favourites for this. But that would probably suit the Irish, you would imagine. Mm. But with a team like Ireland, I, I mean, with them going into playoffs, you know, seldom are they going to be. A seeded side. It tends mm. to be the kind of the Italy's or the mm. Portugal's or you know whoever else is. Well, they're going to have to make it tough for Denmark because Denmark have got players who can unlock them, and then Ireland's strength yeah. would be, you know, I mean, we saw them back to the wall against Wales. We saw them narrowly get past. Um, it was uh, Georgia, wasn't it? They got past quite narrowly. So they're going to they're going to have to approach the games in that way. But then Denmark, in the shape of of, of Christian Eriksen, particularly have a player that can that can unlock them. And if he's on form, Ericsson, it'd be very hard to keep him quiet. Yeah. So they've got a t- they've got a tough task. But look, if you don't win your group in this, 
you, you have a tough task to get there, and, and, and we and we all know that. So that, mm. they're not going to be in any doubt about that. They've also got the problem where they've got ten players on yellow cards. Um, I think which includes Darren Randolph, three of the back four that's likely to start, and James McLean. So that is does that not you know, set, does that not reset? No, it doesn't. I, th- I feel like it should. I, I, mean, well. I know you'd probably get the issue where players are just picking up bookings to disrupt the game towards the end of the groups. But I feel like in the spirit of positivity in general, you yeah. want the, you want the best players available for those playoff games. So, so I, I, I think a lot of players you, for the second leg. Yeah. I was about to sing a Spice Girl song. Go for it. All you need is positivity. Girls of the world, spice up your life. Girls of the world, spice up your life. Girls of the world, spice up your life. Lord Bentner is in the Denmark squad. After being in the international wilderness for two years. I like that, the international wilderness. Yeah, I wonder what he was doing there. I don't know. People get sent there all the time. Pete, what's it like? Pete lives there. It's brilliant. I've set up an embassy. Yeah, Bentner's back, baby. Um, so well, he's knocking them in. He's knocking them in, isn't he? He's knocking them in. It's bad news for Ireland. But Ericsson obviously is the key man. Uh, but a player that Ireland will be very, very familiar with. You'd have thought with some of the uh, the, the players in there. I think it's it's, it's it, it, the blueprint is there for for the Irish as they've travelled in the group. Yeah, go there, hit, hit them on the break, defend solidly, bloody bloody blah, and hopefully you know still in the tie or very much in the tie, without being disrespectful. Take them back to Dublin. Great home atmosphere. All the cliches, but those mm. cliches. No, it's sometimes... important. They've got to stay in. The, they've got to stay in the of, tie. Of course, but yeah. I think I think th- th- there's even a chance they could do a little bit more than that. You know, they could they could well come away with a draw. With Ireland a five to one to beat Denmark in Copenhagen on Saturday night. It's a ten pound with bet three six five will return sixty pound including stake. There we go. There we are, you see. Um, so good luck to Ireland. Uh, we move on uh, outside of Europe and New Zealand are playing Peru. You would have to fancy Peru for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's... You know what, though? I think we should get behind New Zealand because Anthony oh, well, Hudson. Absolutely. Anthony Hudson, the New Zealand manager, was born in America, but he is technically English. So, oh. is he? Well, uh, have another one over one there. the future. Our man still firmly ensconced in the hot seat, who we'll hear from later, uh-huh. is very much not getting behind New Zealand, Jim. Really? So look out for that. Ah, okay. Yeah. New Zealand have, have recalled some outrageous players for this game. Yeah. Rory Fallon, still in the squad at the age of 35, currently playing in England's seventh tier with Dorchester Town. Love that. <laughs> Imagine, and, and then playing away in Peru for a World Cup playoff. <laughs> of, it's sensational stuff. I mean, yeah. you are going to need longs for that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> They're Southern League Premier. No, um, I know. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbe- I mean, Are you playing this week? No, I'm off to Lima. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see if we can get to the World Cup final. <laughs> the first leg's in Auckland, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And um, could they get Ryan Nelson back in there? Oh, I don't know. He's only 40. He's only 40. <laughs> he's, he's got World Cup experience, Jim. Undefeated in World Cup games. Did they get, what's his name? Winton Roofer. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, did New Zealand lose a World Cup uh, match in 2010? No, they didn't. Only undefeated team in that World Cup. Not Ryan even Nelson Spain. has got some experience. He's only 40. I've looked him up on Google Images. He looks in great nick. And yes, I did type in 2017 to make sure it was a recent image. <laughs> he looks in great nick. Thank yeah. you for that. Well, Chris Wood, of course, is their main threat up front. Good but, player, good player. But is it time for the world to get to know Herenveen's Marco Rojas, a.k.a. the Kiwi Messi? Yeah. He's only 26. And it's, most, it's really <laughs> important to stress that he received that nickname when playing in the A-League and not in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> because if you watch him play in Europe, I personally don't think he's that good. Yeah, they call yeah. him the Messi Kiwi. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of a night out, Jim. Yeah. Um, one of Peru's leading current affairs programs estimated that this playoff was worth over one billion US dollars to the Peruvian economy. Huh. Which is quite something. It'd be their first World Cup appearance, should they go through, since 1982. They beat Scotland in 82? Might have done. Might well have done. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, in that article as well as reading, FIFA hand out 10 million US dollars to each team who reach the tournament. I'd like to think that is in a briefcase. Yeah. You know, but let's leave that alone, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I think they beat him in '78, didn't they? Not '82. Oh, was it '78? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's why it went quiet there. Yeah, I, was... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought. Don't worry, chaps. I'm not going to do a, a characteristic libel comment. I'm always scared of dropping a uh, dropping a <laughs> clanger. Yeah, yeah. So dropping a want, briefcase. You know, <laughs> what I do? Why you don't want what? a lot of uh, big lunged angry Peruvians? Yeah, exactly. But, but, At your door. But the thing is, I wouldn't be able to run away from them, would I? No. <laughs> when when, um, when, I, when I go quiet because I'm careful about not dropping a clanger, someone else will never to be dropped one anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for Pete to G- save the give day. This, that's give this clang a room. I didn't <laughs> oh. mention Nobby, and that's the main thing. Do that you, is the main do thing. You yeah. fa- do you fancy um, the, uh, the, the the Kiwis to get something then? I don't. I think Peru. No, I think it's Peru's time. Well, but Peter, what about you? Are you you torn because you know presumably you've got some Kiwi friends because I know you like to keep it international. But then you love Nobby Solano and you want to see him at the World Cup. My sister lived in Kiwi in, Kiwi, in Peru for quite a long time. 
In Peru? Yeah. Oh, so you're all Did out she for Peru. Peru? Yeah, she's got a, a Peruvian chap. Nobby Solano? <laughs> it was not Nobby Solano, but... <laughs> Yeah, let's see that one there. <laughs> <laughs> but he did play the trumpet. <laughs> he did. We like that. Yeah, down what, down the phone to Bobby Robson. Let's yeah. not forget. I yeah. Think, well, whatever happens there, we'll be happy. Yeah, quite. I mean, Peru are missing Paulo Guerrero, who's their you know, who's their main man. He's, That's I, true. He's one of those players. I, I, I love this type of player where he is like he's like their Pele almost back home yeah. at the moment. He's like it's just an absolute legend, um, just in his own lifetime, where he's just sort of like a fairly functional striker elsewhere. You know, in the domestic leagues he's That's played right. in, he's very he's clearly a very very good player who's had a bit of fanfare but back home he's like the absolute king I love that that's the sort of stuff you get in World Cups that makes it special well, Solano was very much like yeah. that can I bring another one into the mix of that same principle um, when I was in Hungary it would have been God, a long time ago I suppose maybe ten, ten years ago Zoltan Gera was yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah. love that <laughs> everywhere. absolutely love that yeah. um, I think as well because he, he's, he's um, Guerrero's missing because he's been um, he failed a drugs test and I th- he's claiming it's due to um, cough medicine same thing Kylo Ture had I think oh, right. um, so he's sort of appealing it um, but a 33 year old Jefferson Farfan might step into the, to the breach I remember him being linked with Portsmouth place. over and over oh speaking of Portsmouth he was linked with Portsmouth over and over I've got, got to get this in there because I forgot to do it earlier yeah. you, right so I went to the Valley um, this is a massive uh, off piece but just quickly yeah. I went to the Valley on Tuesday to watch Charles and Portsmouth and the mm. Checker Trade Trophy it was awful and um, <laughs> it was genuinely terrible yeah. and at half time obviously big Johnny Westwood was there oh yeah right, you, remember, you know who he is the bell man the guys who are listening he's an absolute state he, went, he rings <laughs> a bell he's always drunk he wears He's got tattoos on his face. He yeah, wears yeah. clown shoes. Wait, but he's a mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we go way back. But listen, listen. It, you, you're funny you say that because what happened at half time is we were in the away end at Charlton. I think it's the south. Might be the west. I can't remember. How many were you there? Oh, there's only about 300 Pompey fans. There's there was only three Sunderland fans that went to watch. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. There was 1,300 at the Valley in total. I think it would have been about 300 okay. Pompey fans. No, anyway, three so Sunderland fans. Yeah, yeah but it was, I think it was there under 21. Uh, yeah, apparently yeah. there were seven in total. There was, oh, that was okay. a big. They were saying there was three, but there was apparently seven. Oh, no, that makes it any better. But Sunderland have a fake news. Have fake news that have a very good way support. But anyway, half time. You don't believe this. I promise this is true. Half time at the Charlton game, in the Portsmouth end, I go around to the side of the stand to get there's a little cafe thing there to get a cup of tea in a. I was going to get a Twix or something. And um, I'm standing in the queue and this guy comes up to me and uh, says, oh, he's a Ramble fan. Right. So I could see everything. I was like, yeah, nice to meet you. He walks off. Another guy comes over and says he's a Ramble fan. Right? And I'm no word of a lie. He says to me, do you want to get a photo of you and John Westwood? <laughs> <laughs> to which I said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. You should have done that. You're not yeah. doing it. No, Why not? Oh, uh, that would be, you would have to separate you and the bellman because you know for a fact I would have cropped the shit uh, exactly. out of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that been... When you are friends with Pete Donaldson, you cannot do that sort of thing. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. That was like when uh, Pete found a picture of me well, I can't play the piano, but I was sitting at a piano. I think it was in Bath, in one of the yeah. squares there. Mm. That suddenly was appearing in front of every historical yeah. photograph over <laughs> the last hundred years. <laughs> every last one of them. I think it's fair to not not want a fight with Hagrid John Westwood. No. Yeah, I think you should have done it just for the bands. Yeah, there we go. Like that time, doesn't show up in photos. I'm, I'm very sorry about that diversion. No, no, no. It was worthwhile. It was worthwhile. Uh, but we go back to the World Cup playoffs. Honduras are playing Australia. Mm. Australia, eh? Australia. Australia. That is an intimidating place to go for Australia. Well, yeah, actually, there's been a bit of controversy about this, isn't there? There's, uh, there's a show in, in, in Australia called The Project, and uh, the host, a guy called Peter Hellier, was interviewing Tim Cahill about the game. Yes. And one of the things he said to him was, so you beat Syria, now you're going to the murder capital of the world. If you win this, I think you play ISIS. Hasn't gone down well in Honduras. No. That Golden bit of international And incident. rightly so. When yeah, I, so yeah, I must clarify, when I said intimidating, I'm talking about the home fans, you know, how to make that atmosphere yeah. and so on, and in such a crucial game. Yeah, I'm not... Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear, um, oh dear. And, and Honduras um, were at 2014, of course. Yes. And they gave a very poor showing of themselves, didn't they? They can bottom of their group. They put win. up a fight. They didn't, win a sing- they didn't win a single game, did they? Yeah. When I say they put up a fight, though, they were, they were quite tasty. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe like, Australia like, will get a taste of that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. Cahill is, uh, is injured, isn't he? But he's still travelling out there on the off chance. Oh, sorry, sorry. I had to press, yeah. the, press the button there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Pete. Uh, what? Is what, Tim just, Cahill button? Just while we're talking about Tim Cahill's what? professionalism and commitment to the court. You getting it. injured, sorry. I, I forget why you hate it, Tim Cahill. Little, little titty. <laughs> Even because he's, he's, thir- he's a 37-year-old athlete and Pete is a 37-year-old. <laughs> I'm a 36-year-old, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, OK. Have when you're 37, respect. April. That makes it even worse. Um, Honduras are favourites uh, for that first leg on Friday night. Mm. Uh, their evens were bet 365 to win it, so £10 uh, will return £20, including stake. Very tough uh, assignment for Australia, given that they struggled so badly. Against Syria. 
Well, he just struggled in general, haven't he? Well, yeah. Does, yeah. Does, does Tim necessarily need his ankle? He's got so many goals with his head. His he head, could yeah. quite happily yeah. score. Bit of spring, though. Bit of spring. Yeah, bit of spring, mm. bit of spring. He's not static. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, 37 year old Tim Cahill. I mean, he's still so crucial for that well, Australian side. Well, look at the I mean, that, you know, he ruined the pie there, didn't he? He did. <laughs> That'd be nice, quite, quite a nice alternative rule that you can have a 12th player who can only use his head. <laughs> <laughs> England would be sorted. Yeah. Genuinely got options in that yeah, area, if that, was, if that was the case. Um, but yeah, Australia, it's, it's a case of still be in the tie, which they yeah. very much could be, take them back uh, to Australia, of course. They're missing uh, Hertha Berlin's Matthew Leckie, who's uh, has a good start to the season in Germany, Sp- suspended for one match, so they're missing a couple of uh, their, their better players. So we shall see on how the Australians get on. And some interesting ones in the African qualifying, they're not playoffs, but as good as you could you could argue Ivory Coast hosts Morocco Morocco just need a draw to clinch qualification but a win uh, would send Ivory Coast mm. to Russia and that that would be a, uh, that would be a fascinating game Worth you, and you know you know he's in charge of Morocco don't you Marcus it's half it's big half or an half it mm. is yeah so I, I'm sort of quite torn because Ivory Coast are one of those teams that we've enjoyed watching at the World Cup Definitely, in yeah, yeah. recent years, and and obviously we know one or two of their players, and and Renard of course won the the uh, the African Cup of Nations with them, but then the thought of seeing a topless Harvey Renard in Russia is oh. There we go. I mean, him and Putin horseback. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Peter. There's, there's a cropped image for you. <laughs> uh, or just a crop top. Yeah. That would be enough for me. I, um, couldn't, I couldn't wear crop trousers, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> With that image certainly not. Around. Certainly not. Nor can Mario Goetz. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if he gets the winner again. Yeah. Um, but, uh, a very happy ending. But anyway, uh, Senegal have a, a double header against South Africa. This is fantastic stuff. This is sort of Sunday League-esque. Their, their mm. match, which was a year ago, scheduled a year ago, which would have been their first uh, encounter in their in their group, was was cancelled. So they're playing twice, uh, of course, in South Africa firstly, and then back in, in Senegal on, on the Tuesday, Friday night in, in South Africa on, on Tuesday. Uh, so South Africa, they, they have to win both matches to go through. So it's very much Senegal's to lose here. If they win one or, or draw both of the games, Senegal will go through and... and Liverpool have sent their physio out there to basically check on Sadio Mane. Right. It's quite wow. unprecedented, yeah. Senegal are top of their group, aren't they? And they South are. Africa are bottom, so it's probably... But South Africa, if they win both games... That's then right, it's a weird situation where they, if they win both, they can go from bottom to top. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, four, it's a four-team group. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, but depending on now, because the, they've got Cape Verde and Burkina Faso in there. Yeah, Cape Verde, you've got a Burkina... Uh, no, I th- I, it would be an unlikely set of results, even if possible, for, for Cape Verde or Burkina Faso to go through. Right, OK. But really, it's <laughs> Senegal's. I mean, if Senegal don't go through, my goodness. Yeah. That's a terrible precedent to set, though, isn't it? Sending out your physio. Is that allowed? Well, they, well they've spoke it, to Senegal, I, and if they agree, but I think mm. the reason for that is because that Senegal, the comments that were coming out the Senegal camp were would be for given that yeah. Sonny Amani is like a fifty million pound asset or whatever he yeah. is. Oh, we're playing him anyway, yeah. and it's like you can't force an individual to play. But I guess it's a bit unfair for Mane being caught between wanting to be passionate for his country and wanting to get him sent into a World Cup. Of course, mm. yet at the same time. You know, his bread and butter is Liverpool, and he's probably got a bit of an injury. And so, I guess it's probably best for everyone if they go out there. Yeah, he did play against West Ham. Yeah, no, in the, in the recent game, so he is. He is but, I mean, fit. anyone could have played against West Ham. Yeah, that's true <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah, even Tim Cahill. Yeah, Peter with one um, ankle. So there we are. So some intriguing games and uh, more to chat about. Of course, uh, at the start of next week when some of those will have concluded uh, and so on and so forth. But Luke, what is our best bet with Bet Three Six Five? Well, Steve Durr is still in the hot seat after a victorious uh, week last week. He's dun, going... dun, there we go. <laughs> Can you get a jingle for him? Get a jingle out there for him. Uh, you still might get a slap even though you're a woman that's not a jingle no. that is not the jingle he would have wanted sorry um, sorry about that Steve um, he says uh, the following he says hi guys the hot seat's temperature was truly felt by me this Sunday mostly it was coming from the death stairs I received from my wife as I refreshed my phone every two minutes while sitting in church waiting for that third city goal uh, when it came in I turned my phone screen to my wife and she smirked and said damn I thought her smile meant I was out of the woods. I was very, very wrong. Upon leaving church, she reprimanded me and the entire football ramble for making her swear during church. <laughs> so take that on the chin, you lot. Yeah. Needless to say, I will not be going for a Sunday game this weekend. <laughs> My best bet of the week with Bet365 is for Peru to lead at half-time and win at full-time versus New Zealand in the first leg of their playoff at 15-8. Mm. to eight. Yours truly, Dursey. So Dursey. Peru to be winning at half-time and full-time in the half-time, full-time market 
It's indeed 15 to 8 with Bet365. So £50 will return £143.75, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to gamblerware.co.uk. Good luck, Steve. Lovely. Good luck, Steve. If he gets this one in, the tricky international week, he's, got, he's on for a hat trick. Yeah, and, he, and he, yeah, he'll have earned his strike. And we're going to have to record him a special message. And send it to him or something. <laughs> is that what we do? Well, I don't know. It's never happened before. Yeah. Okay. So well, we'll, maybe we won't. We're not promising that. It might we'll, rip a we'll hole in the space time continuum. Yeah, there we go. That's the last thing you want. <laughs> don't want you there, Peter. Damn. <laughs> you allowed in churches? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It came to mind once. Yeah. Yeah, I did. yeah. That's Good. what I was referring to after, you know. I didn't mean to Oh, he's not allowed back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, your church has a lot of uh, plasma screens. I was very enthralled by the consumer electronics in there. Yeah, well, they heard that you were coming. If there are any burglars listening, just saying. There's something for everyone at church. Indeed. Um, do we have any more looking ahead to the weekend? Yeah, I've, I've managed to cobble a few more together, Pete. Again, you're welcome. What do you mean? Um, have we not abused these people enough? Uh, Matthew Bremner says, looking forward to Pete having another go at a listener that looks at him funny. <laughs> I'm not like the bad lad, like the lad who can't fight but seems to really want to in a pub. Well, what's the, what's oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> what? If the cat fits. Um, Stephen McKenzie says, I'm looking forward to everything being over so we can get back to the real football next week. How dare you? Now, I've looked up Stephen's Facebook page and he's oh. Scottish, so maybe that explains that. <laughs> Are you careful, you're falling into a peep. Rabbit hole there, aren't you? Looking uh, around other people's uh, internet history. I, I, I dug that rabbit hole. I, click, I just click one button. All right. I'm not doing the proper. That's how it starts. I'm not doing the proper dark web stuff at Pete's doing. Uh. And, and I'll finish off with this one from William Egan. It says it's not quite looking forward to the weekend, but my highlight of last weekend was getting a phone call from my dad saying he heard me getting a shout out on the show. Oh. Oh. I've never heard him sound so proud. The football ramble was bringing families together. Oh, he says great. to be fair, I'm also looking forward to the Premier League coming back. That, yeah. You've ruined it there, William. Yeah, I've, I've been. I've been through your dad's uh, internet history. <laughs> <laughs> Here are some safety visits. No. Yeah. I know, we want to bring families together, not no. bring them apart. <laughs> ACAS Plus. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> $1.99 a month. <laughs> Gives you access that? to all your free... <laughs> all your dad's free, internet browsers. And free it? rambles what? and a special every month. What's for his $1.99. What's what value? What's his dad's name? Will you let me do the sale, please? Sorry, Marcus brother. Sorry, sorry. He doesn't include his dad's name. That's a yeah. shame. His dad's right. probably got a proper job and everything. He probably just calls him dad. Yeah. He might not know his name. I don't know mine. name. we could have given his dad a shout Is it Dad Egan, his name? Right, Mr. Egan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, let's presume his name's Ian. Okay, Ian Egan. Yeah, that sounds a bit weird. It does. Ian Egan. That's all. That's all from uh, from the Facebook comments this week. There we are. Lovely old job. Thank you very much for listening to the preview show sponsored by Bet Three Six Five. It's mm. had a pleasure uh, to have you with us. Yes, Luke. Um, I just wanted to say um, one thing that would be really helpful for us here at the Football Ramble. It's something we don't say enough, and I've just remembered mm. is to make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your pods don't just download it make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode uh, that's really important for us and also leave a nice positive review on iTunes because that really helps us as well lie if you have to and we'd really appreciate it definitely lie yeah. <laughs> say it's good if you want to uh, describe uh, what what my body might look like without any clothes well no Feel don't free. do that no, no, that's no, fine no, as long as you give it five stars it? I don't care yeah, yeah your body won't be getting five stars will it it's got but again lie one star. <laughs> yeah uh, but do that yeah leave us a review on iTunes subscribe to us wherever you get your pods because uh, we'd really appreciate it we we would very much there so go. there we are uh, international break here we come thank you very much Luke uh, thank you say goodbye Jim goodbye I got it wrong there didn't I say goodbye Peter international thank you When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.